ready for true happiness, for deep fulfillment, for feeling alive, on purpose, and in control of your life again, it's time to be the bold, brilliant, beautiful woman you were born to be. Welcome to the Purpose Girl Podcast. I'm women's happiness and life purpose expert, Karen Rockhunt, and I'm going to teach you how to live on purpose, feel alive, and be happy in every aspect of life. I'm going to get real about my life and interview women who are living on purpose so that you can finally live yours. Welcome to the show. Hello, 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 Purpose Girls. So if you are listening to this on the day that it gets released, then it is American Thanksgiving, and I want to wish all of you a happy Thanksgiving. And no matter where you live, today's episode is all about how do we make every day Thanksgiving? So wherever you live, if you have a day that is dedicated to pausing and appreciating what is, being in gratitude, slowing down, being with family, then we all know how good that feels. And yet our daily experience is running around, busy, 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 checking the email, going to meetings, getting the kids off to school. I mean, all of the above, it's like absolute chaos and craziness, right? Sitting in traffic for like an hour, which I did last night. It was awful. So how do we use the power of gratitude, the power of thanksgiving to improve our lives every single day? My former boss, every year on Thanksgiving, would publish his thankful for. It was four things that he was grateful for in the year that had passed. And I think it's such a beautiful thing to do to really pause and really use the opportunity of thanksgiving or gratitude to really feel into what is good and let all those good hormones and all that juiciness that comes from gratitude flood your body. So today's episode of the Purpose Girl podcast, I'm going to give you my thankful five, five things that I am grateful for in the last year and how each one is applicable every day and each one is applicable to your own life. Of course, before we begin, I want to read our review of the week. This is a five-star review called Thank You, Karen. Oh, that's so perfect for Thanksgiving. The review says, Hey, Karen, hey, the podcast is amazing. Thank you for the wonderful advice, insights, and inspiration from Miss Katie in the United States. Thank you, Ms. Katie. That means so much to me. For all of you out there, especially since it's Thanksgiving, if you have not yet left your five-star review, then please pause the Purpose Girl podcast for 60 seconds and head on over and leave your one sentence of thanks for the Purpose Girl podcast. The reason I ask you for it is that the more five-star reviews we have, the more women find the Purpose Girl podcast all over the world. And that is how we create a movement of empowered women who are empowering other women. And that is ultimately our goal at Purpose Girl. So in advance, thank you for pausing and heading on over there. This episode of the Purpose Girl podcast is brought to you by Purpose Girl's Empowered Program. This is the four-month personal intimate mentorship with me and a small group of sisters where you will get so clear on your purpose, who you are, why you are here. You will get so juiced up in your own pleasure so that you are radiant light to yourself and everyone around you and living in a way that is all about self-care and prioritizing your own self-love. And you will get the courage and the confidence to stand in your power and take action forward toward your dreams in 2020 and beyond. You do not want another year, another decade starting 
with you saying, oh, if only, oh, why am I not good enough? Oh, what's wrong with me? No, you do not want another year staying in a job that does not suit you and light you up. You do not want another year of staying in a relationship that is absolutely draining to you. The Empowered Program has helped women go back to school, write books, start businesses, leave abusive marriages, find the loves of their lives because it is all about your pleasure, your purpose, and your power. We only have three spots left in the Empowered Program, so make sure that you are checking it out now and signing up today. PurposeGirl.com forward slash empowered. PurposeGirl.com forward slash empowered. And let's you and me get to be soul sisters and connect deeply on your purpose and your life in 2020 and beyond. And Purpose Girls, I have to add one more thing. I know that this part of the recording sounds different because I am down in Miami with my family and feeling the holiday spirit. And so I said, we at Purpose Girls have to have a happy holiday sale. And so introducing for you the seven days of savings, and I am so excited. So I don't know if you know, but at Purpose Girl, we have so many amazing products for you that help you to live your happiest, most powerful life, like the signature I choose necklace that is gold plated and you wear it every day in order to remember that you get to choose your happiness or the mantra cards that you pull a different card every single day or the F midlife package or my book, so many items. And what we're going to do for the seven days of saving sale is starting Black Friday, November 29th, we are going to make a different product for sale 20% off just that day. So it'll be seven different products, seven different days, Each day, one product is for sale. And the fun is you won't know which day is which product. So you have to be tuned in to the Purpose Girls Facebook group or be on the newsletter, which you can join at PurposeGirl.com, PurposeGirl.com. And every day we will be telling you which item is for sale, 20% off as long as supplies last. And you do not want to miss it because these make the best gifts for every woman in your life as well as for yourself. Happy holidays. So let's begin with my thankful five. And as I go through my thankful five, my hope for you is that after this episode, you create your own list of thankful five and then head on over to the Purpose Girls Facebook group and share your thankful five with us. And then I can read your thankful five. I can cheerlead you in your thankful five. I can support you. And all of us as a sisterhood can support each other. And then we are just spreading the love and spreading the juice because we know that positivity begets positivity. Literally, research shows that when one person is grateful and shares that with another person, it creates an upward spiral of positivity that opens up your brain for higher levels of connection and creativity and being able to manage stress better. And so gratitude is like this great elixir on your brain. Literally, research studies show that when somebody pauses every single day and just writes down three things that they are grateful for, three things that are specific from that day. Not just, I'm grateful for my family, I'm grateful for my health, I'm grateful for my house. No, that will bore you, right? You could do that once and then it will bore you. What the research shows is that when you get super specific and you go deep into, oh, I'm so grateful for this yummy comforter, it just feels so good and I'm so grateful for the fire in the fireplace, I love having it in the winter and I'm so grateful that my husband brought me a candle and a latte yesterday and by the way, that's totally true, so shout out to Josh, thank you. The more you are so specific in your gratitudes, What you're doing is you are lighting up your frontal lobe, your prefrontal cortex, the part of your brain that is creative, the part of your brain that can handle stress better. And what you're doing is you're flooding your body with good hormones that tell your brain, ooh, we want more of this. And so literally, it might sound woo-woo when somebody says, be positive. I'm not telling you to just be positive. 
I am telling you, look for the good. And then what will happen, because the brain has something called attention or confirmation bias, where your brain is always looking to repeat what it knows. So the more you focus on what's good, the more you will focus on what's good. It's how the brain works. But the more you focus on what's bad and what's wrong and how everything is falling apart, the more of that you will see. So this is literally a brain pattern, and we want to take advantage of it by being so super juicy, so super specific, so super clear, and spending the time in gratitude. Every single day, I fill an entire page of my journal with gratitudes. Today, I want to share with you five things that I am grateful for from the past year. The first is I am so thankful for Josh. You can hear I'm probably going to cry as I say this. He is my partner in every single way. I just posted this on Instagram. I don't know if you saw it, but I'll share this story. That the first time I met Josh, I said, oh, no, too short. No, thank you. <laughs> Never going to happen. And then at the end of the date, he said, do you want to ride home? And he put it over to his motorcycle. And I was like, motorcycle? Well, that's kind of hot, right? Here is this like short Jewish guy who was nice, but like wasn't lighting my fire. And then the motorcycle, I thought, oh, yeah, that lights my fire. And so I got onto the back of the motorcycle and under the helmet, my hair was like flying from the wind. You know, it was really long hair. And I was having so much fun zipping through the streets of Philadelphia. And then when we got to my apartment, we both got off the bike. He hopped off. He gave me a quick kiss on the lips. And he got back on his bike and he zoomed away. And it was like, wait, what? What? Like, wh who are you? That was, he just was like, whoa, he left me wanting more. And since then, that guy that I had originally said, nope, never going to happen, has become my partner in every single way of life. He is, of course, my husband, where he brings me socks when I am cold and water while I am coaching clients. And he does our laundry. And he'll go to the grocery store and he has no machoism at all. There is no, this is a man's role and this is a woman's role. He just does what needs to be done as my partner and my husband. And it is so beautiful. He's my business partner. I don't even know how many of you know that Josh is the back end of Purpose Girl. That there would be no Purpose Girl without Josh. That the minute I am done taping a podcast episode, he's the one who edits it. He's the one who puts together the graphics and uploads it to the systems and all the stuff I have no idea about. He's the one who ensures that we have great equipment. And when you hear the sound and production quality get better, it's because Josh is constantly learning. How do we make the Purpose Girl podcast the best experience for you? He also does all the back end of Purpose Girl. For any of you who reach out to me for coaching, you will know him because he's the one who reaches out to you to schedule appointments. And people love him because he's so quick and so supportive. He takes care of all the contracts on the back end, working with all the companies like Amazon and Capital One that I do speaking engagements for. He does so many things behind the scenes. I literally have no idea all of the things that he does. I just know that he is my business partner in every way. He's my lover. And listen, you all know that we've been on a fertility journey for years. And during that fertility journey, sex was not great. <laughs> there is nothing less sexy than we have to make a baby now. And so he has been on a journey with me the last couple of years of diving into orgasmic sensuality. I went on a journey for myself and a journey for us, and he has joined me on that journey. He has been willing to go to tantra classes. He's been willing to read the books and to join me. And of course, it's fun. Like, all that is super fun. He's been willing to join me in adventure 
around our sensuality and our sexuality. He's been willing to talk about it and have no ego when there's something that I don't like or something that I want different. He listens and he's there. He is my best friend. He is the person that I go to when I am crying about anything and everything. For years of the fertility journey, when I had so much anxiety, every single day I was having a panic attack, crawling on the floor. And he sat there with me, despite having work, despite having his own son, despite having things that he had to do. Josh has been with me every single way. He is a king. I just said to one of my coaching clients this week, hold out for a king. She's so adorable that she always calls the people that she dates boys. And she's been doing it for a couple of years. And she's been through such beautiful transformation and growth and elevated where she herself now has this deep spiritual practice and she is so clear in her purpose and she's taking all these writing classes and writing several writing projects and books and she's now moved to a city that so supports her and fills her and she has this incredible job. She's such a purpose girl. And I said to her, I think it's time to move from boys to men. And what I am hoping that you take away from this first of my thankful five is that you hold out for a king. That if you are not yet with somebody, then I want you to go deep into what is the essence that I want in someone? Because too often I hear from women that they are just looking for, oh, I want them to be tall. I want them to be cute. I want them to be rich. Awesome. Hope you have all that. And more importantly, how do you want to feel in a relationship? What kind of partnership do you want? And there is a difference between a prince and a king. And there's a difference between a princess and a queen. And a queen knows who she is. A queen is clear on her value. A queen insists on a partner. A queen is willing to share her vulnerabilities and what she desires. It doesn't mean you'll never be a mess and fall apart. Of course you will. But let me tell you something about a king. A king can handle a woman who falls apart and is a mess. And he can stand there like a rock and say, and I'm still here. You can't blow me over. I'm I'm not going anywhere. And if you're married to somebody who is not treating you like a queen, no worries. You both can become king and queen now. You become empowered. You start taking care of your own pleasure. I was working with this with a coaching client yesterday who is so unhappy in her sex life with her boyfriend. And I said, well, how's your own feeling of sexiness and sensuality? How are you taking care of your own pleasure? She has to first, we have to first be in our own pleasure. We have to first be wearing underwear that turns us on and feel sexy and be able to look in the mirror and say, hey, gorgeous. We have to bring our own sensuality and then we can ask the other to join us there. And so it is possible to transform your marriages. It's happened with so many of my clients. That is my first of thankful five. Josh, I am so grateful for you. I appreciate your heart. I appreciate how unconditionally you love me no matter what. I appreciate how you're always thinking of me. Little things like bringing me a candle yesterday, bringing me water while I'm coaching or teaching. I appreciate how you have been there through every step. And I so appreciate how much you make me laugh and how silly you are. I love you. My second thankful five is for my soul sisters. Again, I will probably cry. You'll probably hear me crying this whole episode. I didn't share, but earlier this year, I hit a low of lows. Our fertility journey was not going well. 
we had gotten bad news after bad news after bad news so much that our fertility doctor started calling me trouble. Bad news, like I found out I had an autoimmune situation that is linked to miscarriages that I didn't know about. And bad news, like my uterine lining wasn't growing like it needed to. And all these things that we have totally, thank you, goddess, fixed, but was just one piece of bad news after another after years of miscarriages and feeling less than a woman. At the same time, I owned a piece of property in Cleveland, Ohio, that was not selling, that for reasons that are too long to get into, I wasn't allowed to rent and was draining $1,300 every single month from our account. $1,300 that just were going to the mortgage and a homeowners association, and there was nothing I could do in a market that was terrible. And we were literally going into debt because of it. We had gotten notice on our taxes and our health insurance, and everything was way more expensive than we thought, and it felt all at once like the world was crashing down. And I'm sure you know how this feels. But let me tell you what I did. I reached out to my number one women's happiness tool, and that is my soul sisters. I literally sent out an SOS, save our soul, 911 text and said, I am going through a low of lows and I need you all right now. And they all responded. My friend Michelle, who has three babies under five, she literally had had a baby like three, four weeks before I sent this text. She works full time for Facebook. I mean, she's got her hands full. She reached out to me almost every day, checking in. How am I? What can she do? Being there for me, listening. My friend Shira, who was about to give birth at any second and was so uncomfortable in her own body, right there with me. What can I do? I'm here calling me. My dear friend, soul sister Stacy, who lives down the street, thank you, goddess, stopping by, checking in with Josh. What does she need? My soul sisters are the best. And I want to thank every single one of them for loving me as I am. I'm not perfect. I'm not happy all the time. Yeah, I teach you happiness. And part of what I teach you is the tools when life is not going well. Right? So I hope you don't think that when we do coaching together or that you do the Empowered program that for the rest of your life, nothing bad is going to happen. No, I wish I could promise that. If I could, if I could take bad stuff away from all of you, I would. But I can't promise you that a loved one's not going to die. I can't promise you that you're not going to get bad news financially. I can't promise you that you're not going to lose a job. I can't promise you that you're not going to have any trauma strike. In fact, I can actually promise you the opposite. You will have bad things happen to you. I wish you wouldn't. I mean, you can hear I'm crying. I really wish you wouldn't. But then again, do I? Because that's the stuff that really shows us what life is about. That when things get so difficult, that we can turn that, we can have that be a total moment of post-traumatic stress disorder, or we could turn that into a moment of growth. And we turn it into growth by deepening our friendships and relationships and letting ourselves receive from the people who love us. We turn it into growth by taking a situation like when I was robbed at gunpoint and turning that into the purpose of my life, right? I was robbed at gunpoint. I almost lost my life years ago. And realized how life is short and we cannot die with dreams in our heart. And so I turned that into Purpose Girl for you so that you don't have to be robbed at gunpoint. So we can take any trauma in our life and we can shift it into growth. And a huge aspect of that is having soul sisters who support you through everything. I was recently talking to a woman who's joining the Empowered program and she said, all my friends, they're great. 
But we talk about our husbands and how annoying they are. We talk about our kids and all the things we have to do. We gripe, we vent, we fetch, we have wine. And that stuff can be fun. I'm not saying it can't be fun every once in a while. But she said, I can't talk to any of them about what I'm really going through. And that broke my heart. Because what are we here for as women if not to support each other through the highs and the lows? If not to be able to say, hey, I gotcha. If not to be able to say, me too. Like, I've been through that and I will help you get through it. Like, this is the power of sisterhood. This is the power of sisterhood. And these soul sisters of mine, they've also been there for me this year through the best of the best. Where on my birthday, they came over and we had the best time having wine, an amazing dinner, celebrating. Women I take erotic dance with and we celebrate each other and we tell each other, we share with each other how sexy the other one is and we cheer each other on and we just adore each other. So soul sisters are people that you can be your real self with. In fact, some of my soul sisters, I don't even know what they do for a living. It doesn't matter. What matters is their heart and their soul and their desires and how they let me support them when they're down and how they support me when I'm down. And so what I want you to take away from this part of the Thankful Five is that you get your tribe of soul sisters. And I hope as you listen to this that you have a couple of women like this. Even if you have one, one woman who is your cheerleader, who is your go-to, who holds you when you are down, who you can be 100% with, and who you lift up also to be her best self. You guys have the ice cream when you're venting and something's wrong, and then you say, and I'm going to hold you to be your best self, and what do you desire, and let's create your best life. That's what I want for you. And that's why I create sisterhoods like the Empowered Program. The women who have done the Empowered Program become best friends for life. I just saw on Facebook that two women who met in the Empowered Program five years ago are going traveling now. They literally become best friends for life because they support each other, cheerlead each other, uplift each other through the hard stuff and to be their most empowered, beautiful, amazing, creative, incredible selves. And so to all of my soul sisters, I love you. I literally would not be alive without you. Allison, I tell you all the time that I am alive because of you from 20 years ago. Stacy, I don't know how I would live in Philadelphia without you right by me. My cousin Stacy, who is my heart walking outside of my body and is more of a friend to me and more of a teacher than I could ever be to her. My Michigan girls, my college girls, you are my rock. My erotic dance girls, my goddesses. My sister goddesses, Shira and Kate and Allison, Monique and Carol and Pam, and of course, Todd. There are more of you than I can even mention, and I love you so much. Thank you. My third thankful five is for my team. It takes a village to live, does it not? And I've realized that in order for me to live to my full potential, in order for me to thrive and live my purpose and support you in thriving and living your purpose, I have to be surrounded by an incredible team of people who support me in every way. And so there's my business team, Josh, who I already mentioned and does so much for Purpose Girl, Jessica, who there would be no Women's Global Happiness Day without. Jessica is behind the scenes. She is the one who does all the details of the Purpose Girls Facebook group. She is the details of ensuring that our social media posts go up. 
She is creating all of the behind the scenes in terms of our speaking. I mean, she just gets so many details done. And there would be no Women's Global Happiness Day without Jessica. I was looking for extra help. And Jessica is actually an empowered grad who, because of the program, had become empowered. And she saw my job opening that I was looking for someone. And she said, hey, I would never would have done this before the empowered program, but I want to be your assistant. And so we talked about it. And she's been with me now for about a year and a half. And it's so great to see her stepping into her power to do what she loves and follow her own purpose, now working with Purpose Girl. And when she started working with me about a year and a half ago or two years ago, I said, I have this idea that women will gather in small groups all over the world and that it will not be for profit and we will just facilitate meetings happening of women gathering in these small sisterhoods on every continent. And she said, we have to do that. And so I was nervous to do it. I think I was afraid of failure. I was afraid, what if no one signs up? And she said, even if we just get five groups, it doesn't matter. Year one, we're doing it. So Jessica sent me the email that I would send out to people to be hosts. Jessica sent me the first draft of the brochure. Jessica sent me the first draft of the press release. She just kept sending me drafts of things so that I had no choice but to look at them and actually get it going. And so there would be no Women's Global Happiness Day without Jessica. And beyond my business team, there's my life team. I have a therapist. Having gone through what I've gone through with miscarriage, I have needed that support of a therapist. And so I have huge thank you, huge thank you to my therapist, Karen. You have been a life send for me, and I'm so appreciative of you. My acupuncture team, you keep me calm. You are so gentle with me. You are so loving. I just adore you. The massage team, I don't go that often, but I probably go once a month. And you all are just, Tracy, when I see you at the front desk, you are so there and you all are so beautiful. Thank you. My own coaches, my entrepreneurial coach, my sensuality coach, a team of coaches to help me grow in the areas that I want to grow in. My fertility team that has found solutions to every single issue. I freaking love you. I love you all at Mainline Fertility. You have no idea. Dr. Glasner, the team at Mainline Fertility, you are my team. Daisy, who takes care of our house once a month, she comes and keeps it clean and it makes me so freaking happy. I mean, we have a village, a team supporting us. My family, my parents, my mom, who I check in with every single day and has so been there for me in every single way. My sister, who's helped me so much in this fertility journey. My brother, who shows me what it is to be big. My aunts and uncles, cousins, everybody, I am so lucky to have a large team. And what I have learned is that I have to ask for help. I have never been good at asking for help. I have always just wanted to be independent. The youngest of three, they were always telling me, my brother, my sister, my parents, always telling me what to do. In fact, they still do. They tell me how to write an email. They tell me how to do everything. (laughs) And I'm 45 years old, so I think I know how to do those things. And so all I wanted as a kid was just to be gosh darn independent. I'll do it. And then, of course, my first love abused me at 17, and I became weary of trusting anyone. And so when I married my first husband, he used to call me a GDI, gosh darn independent, because I basically was just like, oh, I'll do everything. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. And then I would get mad at him for not being a partner, for not supporting me. And what I've had to learn all these years later is to actually ask for help. And then to receive it. And this is not easy. I see this in so many women, right? Maybe this resonates for you. Do you have a hard time asking for help? (laughs) You feel like a burden, feel like you shouldn't? Yeah, I get it. Me too. And there is no way 
that we can give to our full potential. There's no way that we can live our purpose. There's no way that we can be the moms and partners and friends that we want to be if we are not also receiving. It's like a car. When your car runs out of gas, it runs out of gas. That's it. And what happens when you run out of gas? Well, if you're like me and all of my coaching clients, you become more temperamental, right? The littlest things annoy you and you scream your head off. You become overwhelmed. You become totally burnt out. You probably start getting sick. So we actually have to refill. And it's kind of cliche to say you've got to fill your own tank. I am talking about here actually asking for help. And too many people tell me, oh, I'd love to go on that retreat, but I have kids. What does that have anything to do with going on a retreat? Ask for help. Ask your neighbors to watch your kids for the weekend and that you will watch their kids another weekend. Ask for help. Be willing to be vulnerable and say, hey, I need some support here. I'm not saying it's easy, but this is how it was done for thousands of years. The idea of each of us living in our own house with our own car and our own life is totally new. Only the last couple hundred years. It used to be that we lived in village. We lived in community and we were always supporting one another. We were making meals for each other. We were helping nurse each other's children. Like we were actually wired to get and receive help and to give it. I teach all of my clients in the Empowered Program two words. I receive. Even if something as simple as receiving a compliment, someone says, I love your hair and say, oh, I haven't gotten it cut in six months. Or someone says, I love that outfit. Oh, this thing. No, I don't know. I just picked it up or, oh, it's old. Or even just saying, oh, thanks. It's like a brush off. No, I want you to learn to receive. Receiving is taking an inhale, inhaling it in deeply. And this has been a practice for me. It's still a practice. Just yesterday, as I was so running late to a TV taping that I was doing, I realized if I had asked Josh for help on timing and directions, I wouldn't be in that situation. But that old part of my brain says, oh, no, I'll just do it. No. I said to him, this is continuing to be a place where I want to grow. I want to receive. I want to ask for what I need. And so let's do it together. So to my whole life team, I say thank you. I love you. My fourth thankful for is for all of you my Purpose Girl podcast listeners, to all my clients, to those of you on the Purpose Girls Facebook group. Thank you. You let me live my purpose. It's great having a purpose to empower women, but if women will not allow me to work with them, to empower them, then I have nothing. And so I want to thank you because you trust me. I honestly don't know what I did to earn your trust. I know that you could do anything with these 45 minutes of your life. The fact that you choose to come to me for advice and for guidance and for mentorship and for purpose and for happiness means more to me than I could ever explain to you. I had a vision that I would empower women all over the world. I had a vision of wearing the exact headset that I am right now, these ear things that I wear in order to do the podcast. I just didn't know how it was going to come to fruition. I had a vision of standing on stages and there being hundreds of women standing up screaming yes to their purpose. And now I get to be the keynote speaker at Amazon's Women's Conference. I got to be the keynote speaker at Capital One's Women's Conference. So for all of you out there, I say thank you. You let me empower you. And I will never take you for granted, ever. So on this Thanksgiving, I want to pause and tell you 
that you give me life. And I am so grateful for you. And what I hope you take away from this aspect of the Thankful Five is that when we are here to make an impact on the world, we must be grateful to the world that allows us in. One of my coaching clients was just saying to me, oh, how do I get people to hear me? You know, I can't get my mom to listen to me. I try to tell my friends that they need to improve their life. Those are not people who want our advice. (laughs) Those are not people who want our support. Rather, find the people who are waiting for you, who need you. They exist in a world of 7 billion people, in a world where there is so much mass chaos, mass hatred, too much crap going on, in a world where our earth is damaged, in a world where girls and boys are being sold into sex slavery. There is so much need for help. And so find the people who need you. And then be so grateful every single day, every moment of the day. And the more grateful you are, the more you will flourish in your purpose. And finally, my fifth of the thankful five is for life. I am so keenly aware this year that life is precious. I suppose since being robbed at gunpoint, I've understood that. And when I go back even further, my grandparents were Holocaust survivors. May they rest in peace. And you know they never complained a single day about what had happened to them. In fact, they never wanted to talk about it. They just wanted to move forward and look forward. And I'm not saying that that's 100% healthy, right? Because we also need to be able to grieve and work through our anger and all of that. And I understand why they didn't and couldn't, that it was just more horrific than anything I could possibly imagine. They were so appreciative of life, so appreciative of a half a bagel that they would eat in the morning, so appreciative of having a tea bag to drink from, so appreciative of their grandchildren coming to visit, so appreciative of their synagogue community. They taught me to appreciate life. My dad is an architect, and so my whole life he was showing us art and buildings. He would show us beauty and teach us to appreciate the beauty that was around us constantly, teach us to create beauty wherever we are, where I am literally now that person who stops and smells roses. It sounds cheesy, but I literally cannot walk by a rose bush without stopping. And why shouldn't we? Why are we so busy? Why are we so hairy that we can't pause for a moment and take in that sweet scent? I will tell you, though, after being robbed at gunpoint, I realized, like really realized, that we could go at any moment. I was healthy. I was a marathon runner. There was no reason for me to think that I was going to lose my life that day. But I couldn't control this young man following me and pulling a gun to my head. I'm grateful and thankful that he did not kill me. But that kind of moment will teach you, will show you how precious life is. And my hope for you is that you don't have to have a moment like that. I hear from a lot of people that maybe it's a loved one dying of cancer or it's your own face with illness or it is some other tragedy that finally makes you say, I'm going to slow it down and appreciate. Unfortunately, just a couple of years after the gun robbery, I had been on a boat with my friend Ed. And he was having the time of his life. He had never been on a boat and never been out on the waters. And he dove in and he never came back up. 
He drowned in front of my eyes, and I was trying to save him by throwing him a rope and trying to get the boat closer to him, and, and I couldn't save him. And it was five weeks before I went back to graduate school for positive psychology, finally ready to fulfill my purpose. This was just two years after the gun robbery. And after that happened, I almost didn't go to grad school. I thought, well, if Ed can't live, I shouldn't live. And then I had another pause, which is, oh, no. Because Ed didn't live, you especially have to live. Ed would have wanted me to live my purpose. Ed wanted me to be doing exactly what I'm doing right now, taping this for you. Life is precious. Life is to be enjoyed. Whatever muck you're in, even if it's a terrible marriage that's making you miserable, even if it's an awful work environment where people are mean and the work is boring, even if you are ill, at any moment we can rise above the muck that is down on the ground. And by the way, most of what makes us miserable are not the big things like illness. In fact, those things often lead to growth and lead to appreciation of life. Most of what I hear people being miserable about are the little things like, oh, that phone call I just got. Oh, that person's driving me crazy. Oh, you know, I was just on this television show about planning events and how the bride and the mother of the bride and the person who's planning the corporate event, they're all in their own craziness about seating arrangements. And this one's annoying me. And this one is. And what are we going to do? And flowers. And all of that is just crap. Honestly. The wedding is not crap. The marriage is certainly hopefully not crap. At the higher level, how do I want to feel on this day of the event? On the higher level, why are we having this? On the higher level, how do I want people who come to my event to feel? And so on the higher level, you could take that to your own work. How do you want to feel about your work? On the higher level, how do you want to feel about life? On the higher level, how do you want to feel in your relationship? So I'm not saying that you have to stay in the relationship that you're in or stay in the job that you're in, but all the muck is just keeping you from really appreciating life. Life is precious and life has so many opportunities. There's a million jobs out there. And so chances are you're going to find one that lights you up more, that has people who appreciate you, that has an environment that excites you and energizes you and you want to go to even with a relationship. There are 7 billion people in the world, so chances are there are other people with whom you could have a beautiful relationship. People that would warm your heart. A friend of mine just went through a divorce and she's now been out on dates and she said for the first time in 20 years, she feels seen. It's not that her husband was a bad guy, but they just were not marriage material. He never saw her and even just a few dates in, Other men are able to see her and appreciate her, and she feels understood for the first time. And she had been scared for years about what was going to happen to the kids. Oh, my God, this is going to ruin their lives. You know what? They went on without skipping a beat. Her oldest said, yeah, I never thought you and dad would be together for a long term. (laughs) Like, So we, we stay in things because we're so afraid. But at the higher level, life has so much to offer. Life is beautiful. Life has sunshine that you can feel on your cheeks, even on cold days. And when the sun's not out and it's raining, life has rain that nourishes your garden that you could go splash in puddles in. Life has flowers for you to look at and smell. Life has delicious food for you to savor and taste. Like, not just gobble down your sandwich. Not just, like, do it while you're sitting at your desk. No, like, sit at a cafe and sip and savor. 
Take a bite of food, put the fork down, and really taste it on your tongue. Life has dancing. Life has tennis. Life has volleyball. Life has swimming in the ocean. Life has so many wonderful things. Where do you put your time and where do you put your attention? I've realized from everything that's happened to me that really it was happening for me to appreciate life. And this is our daily opportunity, and this is why I'm so big into gratitude. I'd once offered a gratitude challenge in November around Thanksgiving that instead of I'm grateful for every day, I'm happy for or I'm happy about. And one of my clients, like two or three years later, she's still doing it every day, and she said it's completely changed her life because she started looking for the little things that would make her happy. When you're on the lookout for them, they're everywhere. It might be the delicious tea that you're drinking or the saying on the tea bag. It might be a conversation with someone that you pause and you actually look into their eyes, even if it's a barista at a coffee shop, and you say thank you. It might be a smile from someone walking by you. It might be a song that comes on the radio and you jam out to it. It might be the smell of clean laundry. Life is precious. Life has endless amounts of opportunities to savor and to enjoy if we allow it if we look for it, and if we appreciate it. So here's what we know about gratitude. I love that in many countries like America, we have one day for Thanksgiving to pause and be grateful. And my hope for you is that you do so today and you take this into your every day. What if you had a thankful five every day, five things that you were grateful for every single day? And you go deep and get specific. So be grateful for the sun that was shining or be grateful for that first sip of Diet Coke that tasted so good. Be grateful for the hug that you got from your cat. Be grateful for the specific thing each day and watch how your happiness grows. Watch how your purpose evolves. Watch how you flourish. And so with that, wherever you are in the world, happy Thanksgiving, happy Appreciation Day to you. I love and appreciate you so much. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Purpose Girl podcast. If you did, you know that I would be so grateful for you to head on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and leave a five-star review, one sentence, two sentence. It makes a huge difference for women all over the world to find us so that they can become their best selves. If you haven't yet joined the free Facebook group, what are you waiting for? Every day we post a different prompt like gratitude, like desire, like celebrating yourself and more. Make sure you're heading over there. Share your thankful five. Of course, you can find me on Instagram or Facebook at Karen Rockhind or Coach Karen Rockhind. And remember, this episode is brought to you by the Empowered Program. This is four months to becoming your most empowered, most pleasured, most purposeful, most confident self. We are going to find your purpose and we're going to do it together. Go to purposegirl.com forward slash empowered. There are only three spots left. Is one of them yours? And finally, the most important thing you can do is to share the Purpose Girl podcast with every woman you know. Because the more we share it, that is how we change the world, one woman at a time. With that, my friends, may you live purposefully. May you love yourself. And may you love life. Bye for now.